Hey, Trashlings. Welcome back to the Demon Trash Podcast. It's your boy, Papa Trash, a.k.a. Carol. <laughs> I'm Avery, a.k.a. Baby Demon. Hey, what's up? Hi, guys. Okay, so remember in the last episode where I said we're back? We weren't back. We weren't back. <laughs> I was lying to myself, and we'll talk about it today. Um, but this time for real, we're back. And then we're going to be, be gone again for the holidays, yeah. but then we'll be back for real. You know what I mean? But like everybody takes a holiday break. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're back. We're back. And then the holidays and then we'll I be think back. I'm back. <laughs> we're not really back. Yeah. It we're was like now for like a week. Yeah. So here's your monthly FaceTime call with us. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bestie? Hey, bestie. <laughs> Hi, Trashlings. I hope you all are well. Um, you know, we even took a break from the YouTube channel a little bit, too, but we're back over there as well. And I'm taking on the biggest editing project ever for it. So you better go subscribe and check it out. All right. Enough of that. Let's go into the things that we always do, which is our... Demon trash moments. Guys, how have your demon trash moments been? Sad. <laughs> Yucky. Sad. Gross. Full of snacks. Rotting. <laughs> Rotting away in a cave somewhere. The cave being your bedroom. <laughs> um <Stop> talking. <laughs> yeah, it's getting a little too real. Uh, who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Sure. I don't care. So my demon trash moment is that lately I've been in my um, depression and anime era. Love that. Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of anime and it makes me, not the anime, that, that makes me not want to leave the house, but like all I want to do is stay home and watch anime. Yeah. And I don't really want to go anywhere, but I've been like forcing myself to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been watching this one anime called uh, The Ancient Magus Bride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my demon trash moment is probably like, here's the premise of this anime, right? She's like a teenager. Yeah. She's a teenage girl. Almost 16. <laughs> and she uh, sells herself mm-hmm. because she's like, special she has special abilities and she can see like fucking fairies essentially and it traumatizes her and she's had a bad childhood yeah anyways so she's sells herself and uh she is bought and essentially i really had no problem with that at all (laughs) that they were like he like um so the guy who buys her his name's elias and he is like kind of like a partially human fairy kind of thing he has he essentially looks like a man but his face is like a bull skull essentially mm-hmm. but like not even more of even like it's like more like a deer almost almost like they're like i get you oh they're yeah like long yeah. but um anyways he bought her and he's like you're gonna be my apprentice and you're gonna be my bride and i was yeah. like okay I'm interested in this anime. Yeah. But in my mind, she's 20. 
yeah, that was one of those things. So when that anime came out, I was very excited about it because the animation style looks, it's gorgeous. It's like really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, I even had, I think, the first manga too. But I remember being like, oh, I'm so into this. I love it. And then it was like, wait, she's 16. And like, she's going to be this <laughs> like ancient beings bride. Like, I know, I, I know what you're thinking. Like, oh, guys, but like, like a 17, 18 year old girl, like gets, you know, charms her way of like thousands of years, fairy prince. Yeah, but she's of age. <laughs> she's an adult. Here's how I like, I feel about it. Like, I personally feel like they should just start aging these characters up because I think it's a, I think it's a cultural thing. I'm not, I don't watch that much anime, but I personally think it's a cultural thing. Yeah, with, Like is. the Japanese culture, like for them, the age of consent is like 13. What? Yeah. I like, did not know it, that. Th- their age of consent is like really low. Like when they consider like women, like girls, women, like is really like young. Really? Essentially. Yeah. So like, I think it's kind of like a cultural thing, but also like if you keep watching the anime, it's kind of explained that he... Like, yes, he's really old, but, like, kind of he, like, is the same age as her, like, maturity-wise. Like, it's Wait, very really? strange. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, di- I didn't get very far because I I was, like, I don't know if I can, like, get, get down with this. <laughs> it they was, have, it like, a very, like, kind of, like, strange, I feel like it's a very strange relationship, but it's not, like, he doesn't, like, it's not, like, sexual. Like, okay. do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not like, physical or anything like that. It's not physical or anything like that because, like, he actually is, like, he doesn't understand anything about human emotions. Okay. If that makes any sense. So, so like, when like he says, caregiver? like, like, when he says, like, you're my bride, like, yes, they do, like, kind of get married and have, like, feelings for each other. But they're, like, very, it's, like, very, like, for him, when he said spouse, like, you're my spouse, you're my wife, it's because he was told, like, a long time ago that, like, uh, husbands and wives are people who just live together. <laughs> so it's like for him, like, sure, like he has a different like understanding of what that like that is. Yeah. And like he's also like learning like about human emotions. Like he doesn't understand jealousy or like he doesn't understand mm. like worry yet yeah. in the thing. But like I think that anime in particular, I'm like watching getting through the second season. But um, oh wow, you got far. I told you, I've been in my depression in animes. You're just like watching it in your room? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, Holy shit. Because I feel like you literally just told me that you started that anime like maybe a few days ago. <laughs> I told you I'm in my depression in anime I era. I you, dude. What part do you not understand? I don't know why you're fighting me. Um, uh, but yeah, I've been watching a lot of anime, but I've been watching that one in particular, but I think honestly, like monster romance has like ruined my like moral compass Mm -hmm. because like when I heard this, like I was like, I'm not upset about this. I'd be fine if they like, if she like, when she's like 18 or whatever, do you know what I mean? When they like want to cross that like line or whatever, like during the first season, like he's mainly like her teacher, like her like, um, master for magic and he she's the apprentice yeah there was a i just i've seen a lot about it and i've seen a lot of people be like this show's problematic because it's like it also people were like oh he's like grooming her like this is grooming but it's like i'm i'm sure it's uh, i'm sure it's fine i'm sure it's like there's a lot of shit that we could dive into that it is extremely problematic and things that are you know 
seem in an anime. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm watching the other one that's like, um, I think it's like my apothecary or something, but she's like, oh, she was also kidnapped and has to work her way. She has to work with the concubines. Like, yes. <laughs> I've heard about this one. I heard it's good though. Oh, it is really good. Yeah. But it's like, why do these girls have to be like 16, 15? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, why can't they be 18 year olds or 17? You know, like. I thought anime older. had kind of reached that point though recently because I was like, I feel like a lot lately, a lot of the characters in the anime I'm watching are at least like older, like college years. But I guess in a lot of it's, it's still very much high school age, middle, yeah. even and middle then- school. Oh, and come on. We've been watching fucking Jujutsu Kaisen, and uh-huh. you know they be right. Like, they are gratuitous with, like, but they're not people who watch really. anime are pervs. <laughs> yeah. Including me. Yeah. Come on. Like, we all saw Nanami pulling all that on, like, uh, uh, Cursed Spirit's ponytail, and we're fucking and we ate it up. salivating. We ate it up. Yep. You know? But more about that later. <laughs> um, Stick around to hear us simp for lines. <laughs> Lust for these lines. Um. All right, my turn. So this one's kind of an old one, but I, in my time away, my partner was like, listen, I love that you're a reader. That's so freaking tight of you. But we can't do these stacks anymore. We need to get shelves and put your books up on shelves. So I put up, we put up these like two shelves. I already filled them. (laughs) They're already filled and we need more. But that's beside the point. The point was is that when I was putting up all the books that I've like read that have just been kind of like piling up in my room, I came across um, an oldie but a goodie. Everybody knows this book. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows this book. The Body Keeps the Score. I mean, it blew up on TikTok because it was like the ultimate like, it kind of was like that, uh, it was like, uh, when did this book come out? 2021? I don't know. But it was kind of like, you know, the shadow journal that everybody was getting for like for a minute there. Yeah. It was that. That's the original shadow journal. Yeah, like from like 2020, like two years ago. Yeah, like 2021 or something like that. Anyway, so it's about um, the body keeps the score, brain, mind and body in the healing of trauma by Bessel van der Kolk. Mm-hmm. Dr. Bessel van der Kolk. Anyway. I was reading it and, you know, because I was doing the therapy thing back in 2021, I was trying to heal these wounds. Mm -hmm. I only got halfway through. (laughs) I didn't finish this bitch because it got too real. I was like, I can't do this. I wasn't strong enough. I was not strong enough to finish it. Did you finish it recently? No. (laughs) So why are you bringing it up? Because that's the, that is just, I gave, I gave up. (laughs) I was like, you know what? I thought I wanted to know more and understand about my trauma. I don't. I don't. I really don't want to talk about it anymore. Not interested in healing. <laughs> no. I think I, <laughs> I, I, I literally, I was like, I love that I saw that. I was just like, wow. Because I really thought, I was like, mm, I'm doing that. I'm, I, you know, because around the, I was doing a lot of therapy. I was reading a lot of books on healing and working through stuff. And... I would, if with that book in particular, I was like, I think, you know what? I actually don't need to know more. <laughs> like I actually, I would, I wish I could take back things. I wish I don't, I wouldn't have the knowledge I had now. Um, cause it's just, it's too real sometimes, you know, I don't want to look at it. I thought I wanted to look it in the eyes. I don't mm-hmm. I actually don't. 
So will I ever finish it? I don't know. Maybe when I have money because it's like that was another a really annoying thing it was like oh here's some things that you can do and it was like these therapies that like I'm like bitch like I live in America okay like to do any of this stuff like EMDR therapy it's like all out of the one that's like you move your eyes side to side okay so apparently (laughs) budget hack budget hack I saw a tiktok Right? Okay, 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 okay. Hold on. This is not, a, should not be a replacement for actual medical. No, probably not. But they are saying that if you play Tetris, mm-hmm. like that is a good like substitution for that for therapy. EMDR? Yes, because you're looking from side to side, like looking at the things. Yeah, but the isn't Tetris the point of down. EMDR is that while they're doing that, they're like going through the trauma as well? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but they say like if you're like, stressing out or something okay like well that, yeah but like you should play tetris and okay. it's like it's like a form of emdr therapy well so very very light because emdr is like it's that but you're also you're sort of like going through like <clears throat> what do they call it exposure therapy mm-hmm. you're like talking about it while doing that so it basically like remaps your brain so that you can basically like kind of get over your some of your tr- triggers at least or, like, the things that bother you, you know, whatever. So that was another thing. It was, like, pissed me off because I was, like, I need money, like, to, like, heal my trauma. I I don't need to hear about how my brain is scarred. Like, I'm just done. I'm going to go back to reading Smut. It made me feel better. And, yeah. So... But I left the bookmark there because if I was like, you know what, maybe one day I will return to this. Maybe I'll have the strength to finish. But that's not today. It's definitely not going to be tomorrow. And it's not going to be anytime soon. And that's that. Yeah, when I saw the, when there was like the shadow work journal was like really popular. Every time I scroll. Two two years ago? Nothing. I was not interested in that at all. Two years ago, Carol, I would have been all over that shit. I would have been like, yeah, let's do this. I got to get my head right like we are on well I would have been I would have done anything I would have been shadow journal okay sure shadow work yes I mean those of you who've been with us a while definitely know we went through our shadow work self-help days but uh now no I feel like this is when we should do it because we're the least <laughs> interested in doing it <laughs> like I think that's like the sign it's like maybe you should no because I've seen the truth and I don't want like I'm done like, I, you know what? Like, it's, it's, I go back to this. Like, I'd rather, I just, I, I actually do have more fun being delusional. <laughs> Is it healthy? No, but that's the Deem Trash podcast. That's why you're here. So I, I'm just being me. And that's just how I feel. <laughs> so, I mean, are, am I wrong? <laughs> I feel like the distractions feel good for a while. They feel good right now, and I'm gonna just live with that. When they don't, when they stop feeling good, which is like what happened, mm-hmm. um, in twenty, then that's when okay, I'll I'll finish the fucking book, <laughs> and I'll get the other fucking one. I'll do the shadow work then. Well, I did a lot of sh- I've done a lot of shadow work, and that's not fair. I have done a lot, mm-hmm. and I've done a lot of growing. But do I feel like you know? It's like it's like okay, like I've come really far. And did I ever reach the end of the path? No, but I don't think that's like life. You never reach the end of the path of like being fully healed. I think you just have to heal forever. (laughs) 
Like I genuinely think that's like, you're what life is. You're always on a healing journey. No, you're like literally like I think that's the point of life is that you're just always healing. <laughs> and um, you know, right now I'm fucking exhausted. I'm taking a break. <laughs> I don't want to heal. You know what? I I do feel I feel good. Like I feel oh, you know, we're in a I learned some lessons. I'm going to take those into the next phase of life. But do I need to get down in the fucking dirt right now? No. I don't want to. Well, I think for me, it's like I already know. That's what I'm saying. It's like I be knowing. Like I be knowing. (laughs) And I don't feel like. I'm tucking all that away and I'm putting it away for now. It's like, it's, it's, sis, it's fine. It's like, it's over I there. I should address it because the pile is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But it still fits under my room. fucking mat, dude. And yeah. I, it doesn't, it doesn't look messy. It doesn't look cluttered. It's still even, it's still tucked away beautifully. But it's just like a dark, you can hear like ominous drone yeah. underneath. It sounds like a fucking cat, like dying. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but, you know, it's not too loud that it disturbs me. Um. So yeah, and I'm on meds. <laughs> so that's how I feel. That's my demon trash moment. Is like I can't be off with all of these like shadow work and trauma. I was like, ugh, no, no, thank you. I'm just gonna stick with my fiction. I'm gonna stick with the escapism. Yeah, I think just it's healthier right now. <laughs> I just do, and that's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. What's your demon trash moments, guys? Send them to us, and we'll read them on the show. I feel like there's more you want to say. I was just about to say congratulations. On what? You do and you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, I do. That's nice. Let's talk about... Well, let's talk about seasonal depression. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about burnout, seasonal depression... Um, so I would say, yeah, that's what happened. So basically, um, I burnt the fuck out. I like, um, I don't even know what happened. Like I just shut down and I just was like, um, yeah, I'm not just, I'm just not going to do anything anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Not tell me about it. Not tell Avery about it or anyone for that matter. Um, and you know, we took some time off for the holiday, which was fun. I love that we had our parents in town. We hosted our families Mm -hmm. and that was nice. I was like, wow, a holiday where it wasn't messy. (laughs) That's pretty usual for me. (laughs) Sorry about you. It's pretty usual for me. A messy? A messy holiday. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. I was like, that holiday is pretty like normal for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. For the most part. No, it wasn't messy. It was actually enjoyable and fun. We found out my dad is a huge Twilight fan. Oh, my God. And is, like, a huge stand for the videos. Hi, Uncle Gary. No, don't say hi to him. Okay. Dad, you're not allowed to watch this podcast. You can watch the YouTube channel. You can click like and you can like it and you can fucking... This is going to be... Actually, we're both going to take a moment. Mom, if you're actually listening... Don't... I appreciate the What support. is the word I'm saying? And the next time we have a phone call and you listen to this podcast, you, since you say you listen to the podcast, what's the word I said? The word is chopstick. <laughs> now, if you say chopstick to me, I know that you were listening. <laughs> because she says she listened to this. And I'm like, you don't fucking listen to this. There's no way. 
you can't follow it. My mom even said that so much of like what we talk about just goes right over her head. She has and no she idea. She has about. no idea what we're talking I about. I mean, she's not going to know what we're talking about. Boulder's Gate. No. I mean, you. Oh my God. I had a funny demon trash moment, but because it's been so long, I just forgot about it. What? I, I just remembered it. So like, <laughs> it was like the same weekend. My dad, we posted our Boulder's Gate, like the episode we were talking about Boulder's Gate, right? He calls oh. me one day and he's like what's boulders gate oh god and i'm like please don't i was like he's like you're talking about on your podcast and i was like it's a game he's like do you date i'm like no stop that and i was like you're not allowed to watch the podcast don't watch it anymore like <laughs> and then later on it was i'm before- virtually fucking fictional men dad <laughs> i didn't say virtually is that what you want to hear <laughs> no so i am like on i'm i'm playing boulders gate i'm like trying to finish it right mm-hmm. and then literally this the the scene with um the mind flare when the mind flare comes on to you and wants to like yeah get down mm-hmm. uh and dirty with you so i'm like playing and i was like i didn't know what i was gonna do yeah. but as soon as that started happening my dad calls me <sighs> and i'm like damn it it's like when you're listening to smut in public and my dad it's like your dad's like my dad's calling me right and he's like talking to me it's like oh well what are you doing this week and i'm just like yeah dad and i'm like trying to go through this scene i'm like there's my players trying to fuck me right now can you not call I was me about right to, now if your dad wouldn't have called you i think you would have fucked the mind player i'm i might have done a cheeky save <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because you weren't sure if you wanted to go back and do well, it. Well, I just wanted to see it, you know, for science. Right. I just wanted to see it for science. And then I go back and, like, what my character would really do was just, like, stay loyal to Gail. <laughs> see, I feel like we both had our monogamous playthrough. And now I'm ready to just fuck <laughs> everyone <laughs> up. Yeah, with Boulder's Gate. And my dad called me during that. And I was like, Dad, what the fuck? perfect timing <laughs> i was like i had to fucking tell the be like get away from me with my flare yeah. it's like get back ew <laughs> i'm not gonna get that achievement now dude you get it for the achievement yeah <laughs> i need the achievement i'm trying 100 <laughs> percent. that's why that's why something the bear just kidding. i didn't i didn't even romance house in my first playthrough like my character my first character was loyal yeah, I, I had my monogamy. Well, that's not true. I, I, I did have sex with Halson. <laughs> but I got permission from Astarian. Mm-hmm. And then we did have a big fat orgy with the, the drow siblings, which that, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> back to. Back to seasonal depression. Um, that's cool. Okay, that so be- I've been talking to my friends. And actually, this was a few months ago. We haven't had a podcast in a while. I was talking to my friends and I was like, I'm just giving in to seasonal depression. I'm not fighting it this year. Seasonal depression to me is like Thanos this year. It's in- inevitable. Like, I what's the point in trying to fight seasonal depression if I know like essentially it's just going to snap its fingers and then I'm there. I can't fight it. It's inevitable. Yeah. And like, that's where I am now. Yeah. And does it suck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's where I'm at. Yeah, I agree, dude. Maybe it's like an age thing or it's just like we've been here one too many times. So I just I just know. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like I'm just going to ride this wave because I know it's going to be over. But I have something to share with you. Um, 
I also find that the like the biggest salve for seasonal depression just rat behavior. <laughs> just do whatever you got to. I'm drowning myself in hot cocoa. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hot cocoa, hot cocoa. Um, I'm getting hormonal acne because I don't. I'm not. I'm not tuned in. <laughs> and I don't want to be. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> just be a rat. Just be a little gross, little, like, just give in. Um, but then I wrote this in my journal to myself. And I was reading, I was like, I don't know what to talk about. And I was, like, reading, like, oh, what is what has been on my mind lately? Listen to this. <laughs> I wrote this to myself. I can't think of a more embarrassing form of mental illness. Like I'm feeling unmotivated and sad and tired because the sun goes down at 5 p.m. But then it's like when the sun goes down at fucking 9 p.m., my ass is still inside because it's hot. Like I need to grow up, dude. (laughs) End. (laughs) Like I'm a 30-year-old teenage girl, okay? And I'm, I'm doing my fucking best. And it's not good enough. <laughs> like, mm, the sun went down. I, I don't know what to... Like, dude, like, do you ever have nights where you're like, when you look at the clock and you're like, oh, wow, it's so dark. It must be so late. And then you're like, no, it's 745. And you're like, you're just like, like, what do I do now? <laughs> and I, I just like feel like I just stare off into space. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't feel like watching anything. It's just, it's been a fucking journey. And it's it's just, it's embarrassing. I'm sorry. It is, it's fucking, it's fucking weak, bro. Like, no, I get it. It's so weak. Like, imagine, take us, take us now back like 2,000 years. I'm not going to survive, dude. They'd be like, you're depressed. Over here, like, they don't even know what that is. If you no. want to eat, you better hit the fuck out and <laughs> yeah. start picking berries. You better there. hit that fucking dusty trail, dude, because... <laughs> There's no, there was no time to be depressed. Back there was then. no, de- you know I mean? you're right. When you're, when you're just constantly thinking about survival, I guess there is no time. And it, you know you're what? Surviving, you know? Yeah. And that's why they died age, so early. Man. Like, but that's the thing though. It's like, fucking it's like, I am fucking like, do you want to watch TikTok? I've watched lately. Those Victorian yeah. children ain't got shit on me, bro. Like they yeah. would die. No, I get you because I do feel Their brains like would be explode from the overstimulation that I experience. They're, they couldn't handle it. Okay, bro. I was that thinking makes about me this. strong. I was literally, <laughs> I was thinking that because I read that I was doing this while doing something else, and <clears throat> I was thinking about. It, I was like, does that make me weak or does that actually make me like? actually really fucking powerful (laughs) (laughs) like because i'm just like kind of being weighed down by like i don't know like supercomputer levels of data like (laughs) i don't know i'm i feel like honestly like (laughs) i don't know i'm a fucking hero (laughs) i'm a fucking hero dude (laughs) no it's fucking embarrassing i just sit here and i'm just like i just want cookies and hot cocoa and I don't ever want to wash my face ever again. <laughs> if I never have to shower again, I'd be happy. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, um <laughs> the depression is hitting. Yeah. No, I had to do a tarot card reading last night cuz I was like 
Because I feel like I'm in that stage where it's like, I I need to really, get... you could pull this together. Yeah, I'm in the but same like... place. I'm like, I need to get out of this rut somehow. But I'm still in the stage of maybe drugs will help. But <laughs> I need to really, now I'm in the stage of like, why'd you immediately go there? You should maybe go to like, I don't know, maybe make a, a vision board. Maybe make a walk. I'm like, out of, the idea of me going outside like is literally like horrible. I mean, it, it hasn't been that bad lately because it's like actually getting nice out. No, it's nice walking around for your 3.30 p.m. sunset walk because the sun goes down at, <laughs> at like five. I just feel robbed. Like, I honestly, can I just take a minute to bitch about climate change or like climate in general? I just feel like this year, it hasn't been a bad year for me, like in a lot of ways. It's actually been a really great year. A lot of things, great things have happened. But in terms of like the weather, dude, mm-hmm. fuck that. <laughs> Planet Earth with Earth was not my favorite place to be. It was too fucking hot. I was getting a seasonal depression from it being too hot. In the summer, dude. I was like, couldn't go outside. outside. We had a fucking heat advisory daily for like three, four months. (laughs) And like the only way you could go outside was to wake up early. And it's like, I'm not going to do that. No, dude. Because I'm a night owl. (laughs) I can't do it. And then I can't walk around at night because our neighborhood's so sketchy. Yeah, dude. And that's another thing. And it's just like, you know, the conditions. Okay, that's the thing. It's like, maybe that's why I'm so addicted to my enclosure. Because my enclosure is everything I desire. Mm -hmm. Because when I leave this enclosure, I go out to an enclosure that sucks, dude. (laughs) Uh, It's It's hot. It's fucking, mm, or it's like dangerous. There's just the sound of gunshots. Austin, Texas isn't what you think it is. Stop coming here. Um, you ruined it for all of us. Uh, and it just, it just is just, it's, yeah. It just, it just hasn't been ideal, like, environmentally, is basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Emotionally and spiritually, we had some highs and lows, but... With this brain, that's a given. Yeah. I think I just like get frustrated with myself because I think it is that kind of thing where it's like, I'm a fucking, you're, how old am I? I'm 28 years old. Yeah. My fucking best friend just had her second child today. That's fucking crazy. (laughs) And I'm out here sad and watching anime in my bedroom. What am I supposed to call her and be like, I'm depressed? Bro, I'm She's probably like, get your fucking shit together. That's exactly how I'm like, I'm like, I'm 30. I'm 30. But here's three decades I have lived upon this planet. <laughs> and I still need to throw on a Disney movie when I'm anxious. Is that because we're demon <laughs> What's wrong with that? Um, yeah, no, I'm not well adapted. Uh, (laughs) it's like either I'm a fucking, um, what did, what did Grams say that we're like techno human, Mm -hmm. techno, no, I don't know. Tech, tech homo sapiens. I don't fucking know. She basically said she thinks that we've, uh, evolutionized into somewhat cyborgs because now we're a species that like, we're like codependent. Well, you see like babies now, they know how to fucking operate an iPad better than I can. Yeah. And and this is a hint, by the way, that I'm getting out of my depression era because whenever the iPad comes out, and it usually does around the end of the year and the beginning of the year, because I always think, 
it's that classic tale of if you have an iPad, you have your life together. I'm going to be really honest with you right now. I spent a lot of money and put myself into further credit card debt buying this thing. Um, thinking, oh, I'm, I need it. I am going to, I rarely ever, this thing is most, mostly, I would say 98% of the time it's dead. That's why I sold mine for like 40 bucks. Yeah, well. I'm the oldest shit. Too. But when I am using it, I'm using it. So that's when the iPad makes an appearance. That means Carol's trying. Oh, oh there's a. Oh. We're trying. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. That's a good. If the iPad is out, <laughs> Carol is be. She's feeling productive. Yeah. She's feeling like she wants to go places. See, my problem is I'd be feeling like Padme. Do you know what I mean? I ain't got the will. Mm-hmm. I ain't got the will right now, and mm-hmm. that's my. That's been my problem because it's like, I think the struggle is when you know what you need to do. You know, it's like, oh, I know. I know what I should be doing. Yes. I was taught this in therapy. Yeah. I can pull myself out of this. I well, can here's pull- my delusion, too. I can pull myself out of this at any time. Do you know what I mean? I can pull myself out of this depression at any time if I just get my shit together. But that's not necessarily true because I'll, I'll start and stop and, like, you know, have There's problems. silly little things. It takes a while. Well, I saw, like, a TikTok even just yesterday when I was scrolling on TikTok. Brittany Sprosky, she was, like, on the toilet. And she was like, how is it this fucking hard for me to go on a fucking 30-minute walk every day? Like, I just need to go for the fucking walk. But I'm just sitting here. I'm like, I don't want to go and walk. And it's just like, dude, it's just the idea that, like, I'm going to step out. And we live in a pretty, like, normal neighborhood. And it's just like, no one's going to be looking at me, but I can't have them see me because I, you know how I think I look? I look like the fucking mutant rat that like adopted the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> What's his name? You could come on a walk when I go at, at like 3.30. There's like usually like maybe one person. Okay. That. I might have to. I usually go at like 3.30 because like no one's there. I've like done this science a lot because I have my dog and I, I don't like. I don't want to be perceived. I don't. So, I'm, I'm in that. I, do, I literally don't just like don't look at me. Like don't perceive me. I don't want to be perceived. I have. I'm like. My hair is greasy. Well, I took a shower today because I couldn't have you see me the way I was. <laughs> and like a beast, dude. I mean, I feel like my skin. I feel like an amph- like I have amphibian qualities to me lately i'm feeling more frog like like a frog rat mutant (laughs) that's what i've become i'm not upset about it like you you're like oh how do you oh that you know you shouldn't talk about yourself that way i'm just being honest it's how i feel i don't hate myself you know i feel i'm feeling you identify as creature i'm (laughs) yeah i i am a fucking creature and you're embracing it. And that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, I feel fine about it, but there is some qualities to it that are are just like like I definitely do be needing to leave. I need to leave the house. I need to go outside during the day. <laughs> yeah. I don't leave. No, the sunlight's good for you. And uh, I am taking vitamin D supplements. Don't worry. I don't think it's enough. No, you need the sunlight. I need I need to just sit in the sun. No, part of me was like, do I need one of those like daylight lamps? Like alarms, but then the thing is, with daylight, but it's like not like I don't get any. You know what? It's not like I can't open the window. Sorry. Here's some bullshit with that too, with my dumb brain, because 
I was like, oh, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll get a daylight. No, because to me, it reminds me of the big light. And the big light is just oppressive. And it's just awful. And I just, I, uh, and that's what I realized. I'm treating the sun like the big light. <laughs> Captive of the sun. Yeah, I'm. It's like that one parquet court a, song. It's like, <laughs> I used to love the sun. Like, remember, I, we would go on sunrise salute walks. You know what I mean? Like, I used to fucking love that sun. Well, the sunrise was when it came up and we were already out. Up. Do you know what I mean? That's right. But <laughs> maybe I should go back to that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, seasonal depression's been crazy. and But, uh, you know, we, we took a break. I'm feeling, and I'm just embracing that I'm going to be like an amphibious. Can someone draw me as like a rat frog wizard? because if that is um uh if that that's my gender identity is rat frog wizard is that a gender identity or like just i don't know um it's it's you know it's my gender identity it's my sexual orientation (laughs) and it's my ethnicity yeah i was like wouldn't it be more of like your like that's your race yeah. You know, like yeah, we're yeah. playing D&D. Yeah. Race, rat, frog, wizard. What would that be? A wizard would be your class. Well, I feel like you could be kind of like a Gith Yankee. Yeah. Except they're really mean. At least in Boulder's game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I want to say I'm a half elf, but that's like saying I'm fucking Elizabeth. We're all Charlotte. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm a Gith. <laughs> We all want to say we're going to be the half elf or like the elf, but really, you're the Gith Yankee, bitch. Really, we're a gnome. No, really, we're we're a dwarf or a halfling. (laughs) Halflings are cool, though. Like, I was going to say, I was like, and you know what? And a lot of people wanted to fuck Lazelle. (laughs) She was looking good in that leathery um, thing she wears. Mm -hmm. Your eyes got really wide. (laughs) Um, anyway, seasonal repression. We're going to get back into Baldur's Gate if we keep going. <clears throat> because that's another thing. I've just been playing so much Baldur's Gate. And that's enough. And I'm not going to talk yet. about it anymore. Because that's all. The, I'm. This podcast is not going to become a Baldur's Gate 3 podcast. Although I do want to talk about why are people so mad that that game won the Game Awards over the Spider-Man game? Like, are you actually serious? Well, I've, I haven't like gone... I've been trying to take a break from like TikTok because if I get on TikTok, I'll stay up until like 5 a.m. Right. Um, people are saying like from what few comments I've seen, they're like, this game's just super horny. Well, a lot of people don't like it because it's super. It's like a lot of what was super famous about it was like how sort of, I guess, horny it is. But then I'm like, I think about things like cyberpunk or GTA. It's like you can go get your dick sucked in those games. <laughs> Like, what are you even talking about? Like, this is not unheard of. Like, I feel like if I was going to, like, ask for, like, mods for this game, it would be, like, a cuddle mod where you can, like, cuddle with, like, your partner. Like, what's the point of, like, fucking getting in a relationship with someone in this game and you can't, like, cuddle with them or, like, share the same tent? I agree because I'm like literally I'm with Astarian. We've literally said I love you to each other, and like, We're why is he love. sleeping in a cot across the camp? Like, why is he over like sharing the same like alcove as like Shadowheart? Like, why is he like why is his bed next to Carlac? 
and my bed is all the way over here. Why am I in on my, game, my own? He's always next to Gail. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, he's in Ga- Gail and Astaria are next to each other. And I'm okay. It's that, like, that I like, want to be there. I want to be cuddling. I'm like, why are we not sharing the same camp? Like, I don't, like, I don't. Why don't we share the same tent? Like, why can't we have like more options for like make out? Or Aaron, like- if you're listening, I literally, I just need more cut scenes with my lover. <laughs> like, like us, maybe like even just like a picnic scene. Like or an like, option um, to like go on a date. Yeah. Or yeah, there should be date. like more options to like. <laughs> yes, I'm such touched hard. What do you want from me? All right. So a lot has passed since we last put up our podcast on November 1st. And I just feel like we should just like touch base on a couple of things because the Papa Trash and Baby Demon must speak in the Demon Trash realm. We have to like acknowledge the things that occur mm-hmm. that affect us. Mm-hmm. as a nation mm-hmm. under god mm-hmm. so first off we really need to address the blasphemy that was the shadow and bone six of crows spinoff cancellation from netflix yeah Can we all take a minute <laughs> moment of silence bitch the rage that when i saw that Oh my God, I must have been so annoying to my partner because I was just, ooh, it was a rant. It was venting. I was yelling. Like, she I was, was breaking things. I was upset. My fucking, I was punching holes hole in, the in the wall. wall. I, I went full teenage boy rage quitting. Um, I'm upset. And then when I saw the guy who plays Casbrecker post that with his glasses, with his gloves, the f- black I and white. Robbed! <laughs> Jesus. I am robbed of my Kadej. Yeah. It's just fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Have you even read the Six of Crows books? I started. I didn't finish it. They're really good. I know. I need to watch them. They're like the best in the Grishaverse, in my opinion. No, everybody says that. Everybody says that. I, I'm just, I'm so pissed off about it. I've seen the petition because people are like so pissed off. The thing is, is, you know, this isn't like surprising that Netflix did that. I mean, Netflix cancels things all the time. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't shocked that they cancel it. I'm definitely disappointed that they did because I feel like they did a really good job, a pretty good job in the second season. And I feel like if they did the Six of Crows spinoff and like took it there with like those characters, like I feel like they still would have had like a really strong show. I think the show would have been bigger. Because the thing is, is that anybody who will tell you, like, Shadow and Bone is a popular book series, but everybody will tell you that Six of Crows is their favorite thing about the Grishaverse. Mm-hmm. Lolina, whatever. But Plus, I think the one thing... Everybody that, says that. They, they put too much. There was so much going on in that show that was so fast-paced that if you didn't really read the books, then it's like you like you re- probably didn't like, caught up with a lot of it. But, um, yeah... It sucks that they canceled it and then shows like the fucking Witcher keep going. Do you know what I mean? Because like, they the essentially last- stole. I'm gonna say it. I'm saying it. They essentially stole the kind of plot that is the fucking Six, Six, of, Six Crows. of Crows. And um, I'm sorry, but no one's gonna watch your piece of shit show because guess what? Everybody was watching it for Henry Cavill. Okay, we were only okay. watching The Witcher for Henry Cavill. And maybe Yennefer. Yennefer, but like Siri, like I like Siri in the video game. I do not like her 
in the show in the show my god she's awful i hate her like and like they're changing the direction of the show where she's the main like focus more on her even though the show is called the witcher (laughs) yeah and we're gonna focus on fucking siri yeah and like a ragtag group of kids yeah (laughs) young adults and their adventures and whatever it's like hmm this sounds awfully fucking familiar yeah no thanks. I'm. I'm. I knew when I finished The like, Witcher, when I finished the last season with Henry Cavill, I was like, "Well, that's the end of that show." Also, it wasn't over. very good. No, like that it, season it, sucked. Like, if anything, the only thing I was only there for for, for girl. I was there for girl. I mean, he's great. Like, but um, yeah. I mean, just well, and then you know we're coming off of the SAG Afro and the writer strikes, yeah. and and you know I fully was like I'm a hundred percent for the strikes, but like. They were tough. They're tough for everybody. They're tough. They were especially tough for, you know, people who work in the industry. Um, but, like, especially, I mean, it is it is tough when you are, a, you know, essentially Netflix, you know, sort of like a studio, I guess. And you're shut down for, like, months. They, I mean, at the end of the day, Netflix lost a lot of money. A lot of yeah. places, people lost a lot of money. Um, and... The thing was is that Shadow and Bones first season did like really amazing. It had amazing numbers, but it also came out during the pandemic. It was a fantasy show. We kind of been starved on that. And then when the second season came out, the numbers fell a little bit. But like, first off, you can't ha- expect the same sort of like viewer retention on a second season of something. Yeah. Secondly, like what the f- like it had a fan base like. No, I had a really good fan base, but like, like I think that's the not, thing they about Netflix. They didn't want to put a bunch of it. money. They didn't want to put a bunch of money that they had lost from the strikes into something that people would actually appreciate because for them, it's like profits over actually making good shit. Yeah. But it's like, if you're like, want to be making like money, like constantly on a streaming service, like the problem is you have to keep people subscribed. So it's like, how are you supposed to keep people subscribed if you keep you canceling, canceling your shit. the favorite shows? I agree. Like they, they like do like one season of something, and they could just cancel it. Like apparently, Ooh. like that Lockwood and Co. Like we've had people ask for us to watch that. They canceled that after one season. It's like, why even start making a show? Like if you're gonna just cancel it, like why do one season of something? In my opinion, do you know what I mean? Right. To like start up like a new kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Let's yeah. start building up this universe. Let's get all the like all the sets and whatever and start casting this fandom and like making this whole new show and world, like world building and then just to trash it. Yeah. Like I understand if it's like truly like a garbage show, but like shows like Shadow and Bone where like a lot of money was put into it. There's an established good. universe. They were good. You have like established fa- like fan base of those books. Like because I'm like I guarantee you anyone who's read like Six of Crows, they're gonna watch the show. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's I, like that's that's theory, sold millions of copies. My personal theory is that the Six of Crows spinoff, which was going to be the season three mm-hmm. aspect of it, it was like the Shadow and Bone aspect of it was going to be. It, it, that's what the season three was going to be. It was going to be the Six of Crows spinoff. Yeah, they had already written the scripts. The scripts were written. I just think the timing probably ruined everything. Yeah, it was. And I think they were going to cancel it before the strikes, even too, because they never renewed it while that show was coming out. And usually they you know something is going to be renewed by the end of its airing like one yeah. piece and uh, like and some other stuff like we've watched really good you know yeah. what i mean but like i don't know like 
It's like it'd be like if they invested like all this money into One Piece, establishing this huge universe, and then like we're canceling it. Yeah, it's like why would you do that? Like yeah, and also um the end of the second season kind of leaves us off on a big cliffhanger. So like, yeah, if you've never even read the books, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, we'll never know what happens. Like that was a huge cliffhanger. Yeah, and and that and the show's over. It's done. It's done. It's so, like I wish yeah. they would still like be in. The, I don't know, because it's like who who knows if like another studio would pick it up. But it's just like I feel like it's just like I wish they could just like. Does anyone else want to make the like? Do you know what I mean? Here's the rights of the show. Honestly, at this point, I'm like, I wish Prime would do it because they make good stuff. <laughs> like, I watch Gen V. I watch all of Gen V, which I know a lot of you guys have asked us to watch that as well and react to it. Um, the thing is, is I've watched it, and I think Avery struggles with um, the boys and stuff like that. I just think it's a really violent show. It is. It's ex- incredibly violent. And I'm like. I just not like a violent. I don't like the it makes her over the top violent. To be stuff. fair, I struggled with the boys for a little bit because of trauma. Yeah, and we like with the boys. I stopped watching that because we had like a really traumatic thing happen. Yeah, and that we um, witnessed, and I was like, I can't watch this. It's way too violent. Yeah. It's way too like realistic. It took me a minute to go. I had to go when. Yeah, I had to go back and watch the boys like later on after doing some therapy. <laughs> I was like, I literally can't watch this. Um, but um, no, Gen V was really good. Um, and I heard the second season of Wheel of Time was good. Oh, I haven't heard. I Because I, I heard the hear. first season was not good, but the second season was better. I don't know. And like the Rings of Power was like, I feel like that was like, that was a mixed bag. I didn't hate it. But like, I think they did like a decent enough job for like a tv show like yeah it wasn't hbo level good do you know what i mean right i honestly wish just hbo would produce all the fantasy series that I are agree. like coming out like that like people really love because house of the dragon was fucking great and the teaser came out i'm excited about that yeah. guys i think we're gonna watch it on the channel i don't know but then it's just like are you gonna be okay with us like <laughs> maybe i should leave it there <laughs> It it's the Targaryens, she's, dude. She's it's a, not real. <laughs> so okay, I was playing a game. Uh, mm. We were playing that herd mentality game. Yeah, and it was like the question was, um, what what family, like what fictional family would you want to be part of? You say the Targaryens. I said the Targaryens. <laughs> I was like, it's not about the incest thing. It's about being able to ride the dragon. It's not about the incest thing. It's not about that. It's not. <laughs> For me, I don't know about Carol over there. <laughs> Look, it's just, it's not. Here's if I could be, <laughs> it's not. Well, I think they just, okay. It, it's not on me. It's on the producers. If they wanted me to be weirded out by it, they wouldn't have made it so fucking good. That's what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not my fault. Like, what was I supposed I, to do? I just watched it. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. watched it. Someone else made it. And they knew what, you know they, what they were doing. And they knew what they were doing. They did not have to make it so, like, they did not have to do the fucking, like, Pride and Prejudice, room fades out, all the noise, fucking locked eye. Like, they didn't have to do that. But they, they did. did it. They fucking they did. did it. And I'm a victim. <laughs> <laughs> I claim no responsibility. Point blank, period. We're having to ship Damira. I, I don't. Have- I, I don't claim responsibility. When I have not inappropriate, mine. intrusive thoughts, it's not my fault. It wasn't original. It wasn't an original thought. It was implanted. 
I'm a victim. <laughs> I like that. It, it erases all the, you know, I don't have to, whenever those. No accountability on me. No account, because it's not my fault. Okay. Like when I read these books, right? When I read Akatar and then, you know, it's not my fault. She made it that she way. She made it that way. And it's. And I am. And she knew what she, she's like a doctor. She's like a scientist. She knew what to do and put on the page to make me sweat make me holla <laughs> all right um all right let's talk about speaking of books let's talk about iron flame iron flame came out um which if you're a fucking complete fucking pleb um is the sequel to uh fourth wing which was like mm-hmm. the biggest book of the year by rebecca that really Yattles. was this year wasn't it yeah was it published this year too, or did yes. it just? It oh came wow! Out, so I she had a really quick turnaround. I could be wrong, but I th- believe that it was six months. So no wonder. In between. Attention, loyal subjects of the trashdom! This is a royal decree from your leaders, Papa Trash and Baby Demon. Find us everywhere at Demon Trashcast. Like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Rate and review us on the podcast platform of your choosing. Do so, or be eternally banished to the abyss. Um, also, if you're here, you probably have some goblins and gremlins that will find a home in the trash drum, so share with your friends. And if you like what we do here and would like to support us, check out our Patreon for extra content and more. Signed... Empress of Destruction. No, um, how about your humble rulers, Papa Trash, and Baby Demon? Do it or else. Iron Flame was like the it's like the next Akatar, I would say. Do you know what I mean? In yeah. terms of like book hype. Iron um Iron Flame and For- Fourth Wing and Iron Flame, they're like the next like big series that's like gotten really had like overnight success. Yes. Like I would like it's the it's well, it's I mean, almost Akatar hype, not quite, because I think Akatar's old. Akatar's really old. The hype's never died. Class. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think people are starting to like they were gone to Akatar, and then they were like, "What? I want more." And then people were like, "Oh, Throne of Glass." Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, Th- and Throne of Glass has been like my fucking Roman Empire. Well, because for the past, like two years, Lord now. of Silver Flames came out. The fourth Akatar book came out during the pandemic, mm-hmm. and then everybody was reading, and then everybody was like, "I." love smut holy shit (laughs) so anyway so iron flame came out and you know it was really um people were fucking stoked i you know this is like seventh harry potter book level shit (laughs) you know what i mean and to be fair i was there i I had my my pre-order i was ready to go and i read the book now the thing is with fourth wing when i say when i say oh it was one of my favorite books of the year i mean that i really do mean that but not because it's like and no disrespect to Rebecca Yaros, but it's not because it's like classic literature, like good writing. Okay. It's, it's not the best thing I've it's, ever read. It's entertaining. Yeah. It's entertainment, bitch. Like this is super fun to read. Mm-hmm. Is it the best book ever written? No. <laughs> it's not even the best fantasy book I've ever read, but that's kind of the point of it is that it's sort of the, you know, it's so fucking... I feel like it's really digestible fantasy. Exactly. It was not, it's not overly complicated. It's not too deep. It's very straightforward anyone, fantasy. Anyone could read this. You know, anyone could it's read It's fucking it. dragons. Dragon, it's Dragon College. It's Harry Potter with dragons. It's all the tropes, bitch. It's with all the tropes. enemies to lovers. And it's like, of course, like book talk girlies are going to eat that up. Mm-hmm. And 
it's a new like it's a really good like intro i feel like to romance like romantic wa- yeah sure. romanticy and like it's not YA, but new adult yeah fiction mm-hmm. like fantasy fiction um personally like how i feel about it i don't it's like not my favorite series i do think it's like super entertaining and it's like i'll keep reading it mm-hmm. but like it's gotten a lot of hate um not only because some like controversial things that the uh author has like, done um you know but uh because people like i've literally seen tiktoks like people are like starting to hate on this book um in this series a little bit more i think because it's just gotten so popular so it's like obviously we're gonna have people who are like well, i don't actually like this people are like saying they think it's like written by like chad gpt <laughs> chad gpt like ai and i like it's like i understand where that's coming from i don't think like sure she could have used that as a fucking tool for like a brainstorm idea because like if i'm gonna be honest like yeah, how when i read it I, it does not it's read not, it like doesn't it read ChatGPT. like it was like anybody who says that hasn't used chat you know what i'm I saying don't think like chat gpt typed out fucking 800 pages longer than crescent city ass book <laughs> yeah no i don't think that but like i think people think that because it just like it's so like tropey do you know what i mean that it's like it doesn't like bring anything new to the table like it's very much like okay fantasy school like millet like um it's like it's kind of like hunger games meets harry po- like it's like all of the f- the series that i feel like we grew up with and like people are really interested in like combined into one kind of new thing mm-hmm. so it doesn't feel new it feels very familiar so i feel like that's why people think it's so basic mm. because like not that it is basic but it's like she's taking uh, so many tropes that she like people probably she knows people already enjoy yeah and like just throwing it all into one book like having a like a school like so it's like you're getting like harry potter vibes dragons it's like game of thrones do you know what i mean and then um kind of like the survival aspect to it which is like very much reminiscent of like divergent divert yeah very divergent divergent divergent. for sure i forgot about divergent um but it's like that like uh what is that one um like what is hunger games like those series in maze runner and like the like it's uh it's like um well those fall in like the sort of like dystopian dystopian like this is like this is like it's like that era of books like ya that we grew up with but in a like fantasy universe with like with magic with magic and and of course the language of it is very modern like the way that yeah and i think the language of it and like so like so approachable i think that makes people think that it's like very basic yeah and that's what i mean the point is is though the thing is though is that i'm not saying that that's bad yeah like that is not i'm sitting i'm over here like i'm i'm simping i'm screaming i'm snapping for these books i want more i can't wait for the next one but I know what I'm reading when I open that fucking book. Just like when I turn on, if, you know, what's what's a show? Like, Vampire Diaries. I, I know what the fuck I'm watching, okay? <laughs> like, I know what I'm doing. And, um, but here's the one thing, is a lot of people, first off, I was like, I think she's getting hate because of, like, obviously the controversy leading up to the release of it mm-hmm. that happened. I'm not going to go into that because... No, just no. But secondly, um, I think it, it, it came out really fast. 
I think it came out really like fast. literally like literally fourth wing came out earlier this year and then for a book release like that to happen like honestly I'm surprised the publishers pulled it off I I literally don't know how that's because like I don't have like a ton of knowledge about the publishing industry but I do know that printing and making these books all these copies all these copies is takes a lot production takes a long time on books well and that's the problem too was like with the release there was a lot of like misprints and stuff though that was so another it was thing. like kind of a lot of issues there, there. Was, like, misprints and like mistakes so also it's the, like the turnaround times on these authors because then you know i think about another example of like turnaround times in terms of like uh well this author turned in the second draft you know the, the the draft for their second book like three months after the first one it's like writing a book that fast is it's doable and we've seen it done for example like crescent city 2 i think was written the first copy the first draft that she scrapped and then rewrote which is what we got now she wrote that in six weeks now here's the thing i gobbled it up i love it yummy 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 but there's a lot of problems that happen It's like you're gonna get a lot of plot holes and you're gonna have a lot of stupid shit and maybe things that you could have like taken the time to like think about and flesh out more you know, um, and that's what sets those ladies apart from like people like I don't know, Brandon Sanderson be pumping out these books as well. He pumps out a lot, but, but he doesn't do it at like uh, the speed of light. Yeah, I think some people are just prolific writers, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily mean like I'm sure like with some of like Brandon Sanderson stuff, like obviously he has better books and like books that aren't as good. Right. But overall, in general, people consider him to be a really good writer. Do you right. know what I mean? And like very prolific. But I think um, like I've been seeing this term like pop up a lot. Like people are like starting to say um, on TikTok that like there's the book publishing is turning into fast fashion yes so like we're getting really fast turnaround on like books on new books and stuff um and it's like causing the quality of the books to go down which i would agree part of me i like honestly agree with like and but that this has been happening for the last couple of months or like not months years years. past few years 2020 since like book talk blew up since book talk blew up and i think it's i think it's had its wonderful like you know things i mean i love going to a barnes and noble and seeing it full of, of people like mm-hmm. let's not forget that company was gonna fucking die like they were going out of business but and i love that seeing people like be excited for books but like i'm sorry but when did we start giving wattpad writers a space on the fucking bestseller list now i know bestseller list you can pretty much pay to get on it but um so you're gonna be upset at your girl Allie Hazelwood no not her like because I genuinely do think that she's great like it's not that it's just more like like I don't want to like say specific facts but like fine I'll fucking say it like like stuff like um uh stuff like uh the uh, touch of darkness like the Persephone and Hades rewriting Mm. like those are poorly written they're not good yeah and like uh, there's so many things that i i've read that are just like genuinely horrible <laughs> like well, generally not like something i would find on wattpad right 
but and that's whatever and like yes I fucking still bought it and I still read it you know and that's I'm not that's nothing that's not like the point the point is though is that like but I don't know I, I think like the thing is is that it's just like you know what you're getting into and I think the reason why we're seeing more iron flame discourse about it is because it is so popular like and so maybe a lot of but again, a lot of people who I've seen be upset were like, I loved the first book, but this one was just bad. And a lot of people, a lot of, so when I was looking through and seeing what people were saying, a lot of them, this was the main things. They didn't, they felt like the writing was like the modern style of language. I was like, it, that was still there in the first book. Mm-hmm. The modern style of language was still there. Um, I do recall someone's brought up this line a lot. Uh is when she says for the win and she says for the win in the second book. Anyway, when I heard, when I was reading that, I was like, okay, that did take me out of it. But, um, for a second, but I like kind of knew that because I knew like the voice of it. The other one was, um, I got, this is kind of spoilers, I guess. So if you haven't read iron flame but like the constant back and forth the like repetitive arguments between violet and zayden yeah that i mean that shit did get old very quick because because violet she was being really annoying in this book like she really was like i understood where she was coming from but like at the same time i'm like girl big picture here no that's how i felt like reading this book i was like if this bitch does just not get over it and like just like maybe that's on me but like i'm ignoring all the red flag like your mysterious dark your dark and mysterious man has secrets it's like yeah he's gonna have secrets like, you're gonna get mad like, he's trying to put he's what he's if, trying to start a rebellion here's the thing though is like it pretty much has proven like if she would have known everything they'd would be, be dead. fucked <laughs> they'd be dead they'd be dead there it would be fucked because she would have, if she would have known everything, she would have given it all up to Dane. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and that was another thing is like, that was the big sort of like cliffhanger of like, um, again, spoilers, if you don't want them, go skip ahead. But like at the end of Iron, uh, sorry, Fourth Wing, when the big reveal is that Brennan is still alive, her brother. Yeah. But then we open in the book and like, she doesn't even seem to like, care like bitches having biscuits and not saying a fucking word to her brother who she thought was dead for years yeah you know what i mean i don't know i like at the same time like whatever i don't know book it was explained like she kind of like didn't like she was young when he died so like they were as close as it was more like with him and mira yeah but like at the same time though like also i think it was put that he was kind of distant too like it's it wasn't like all on her yeah um no, I think Violet was kind of, like, frustrating during that time, especially with, like, I think the fighting with Zayden was, like, the most frustrating, but I think it was at least, I feel like, um, Rebecca, Miss <laughs> Rebecca Yaros was able to, like, I think get across Zayden's devotion to her in that oh, aspect, yeah. because, like, yes, it was frustrating and annoying, but I think it allowed, like, Zayden, like, it was annoying with our narrator violet but i think it like for me like it made me 
think trust Zayden more because like every time he was like, well, let's fight this out. Let's figure this out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and like, I think I'm not it made right him now. into a stronger like love interest for I, me. I agree. I gave him a little bit more depth because like, I like, love Zayden in this book. But yeah. a lot of people were like upset with, for example, like going back to that, like people were upset about like the the ex the whole like ex thing yeah, and how he was being too nonchalant about it and i'm like because he don't give a fuck about her yeah it's like Duh. if he actually it'd be more annoying if he was like still like still like pining or pining like or, whatever like, if there was but like stuff he, had, he, just he was care. so clearly like didn't give a fuck about her mm-hmm. he didn't care if that bitch lived or died yeah, I think the other thing, I feel like it probably could have been like a little bit shorter of a book. Like that book was so it long. It was so long. It was longer There's than so Crescent much, City. So much stuff in it. And um, yeah, but I don't know. I every I think everybody's entitled to their own opinion. You don't have to like Iron Flame and I don't give a shit. I yeah. just think that when it comes to this kind of stuff, like I'll say it over and over and over again. There's so many good books that are out right now that you know are written by amazing writers mm-hmm. but at the end of the day like sometimes people want to read the fucking keeping up with the kardashians level <laughs> shit you know what i'm saying like this yeah. is like this is akatar over here is like oh we say it's so good i'm like it's not prolific you know what i mean and it's like also like uh people having problems with like modern language a lot i've seen a lot of people getting upset about modern language writing and that's been been a thing like where it's in like fantasy. Well, yeah, in, in fantasy the, or like yeah, as like in that world. And in a way, I understand it. At the other end, I just think that it's just maybe like a writing style that you don't like. I think it's a writing style, but also I think it's like the way. I think she's doing it on purpose. Yeah, because like if you like look at the beginning of those books, it says it's a translation. So yeah, do you know what I mean? So if. She the the book is being translated. Mm-hmm. So it's going to actually reflect. They're going to translate it into reflect our modern language. Exactly. So we can understand it. They're not going to translate it into a Navarian slang because yeah. we wouldn't understand that slang. If you're like going to talk about it, not that I, I don't know if she's like that deep and when she's like writing it. And I know people have had a problem with her like saying that she like has taken inspiration from like Gaelic and like or something, but it's like actually not what she's talking about. You know, like yeah, obviously yeah. she probably should do more research or whatever in that aspect. But like, I think people are taking this book too seriously when yeah. it's like, it's like, this is CW. Do you know what I mean? This is, some, this is on some CW shit and you're trying to treat this like prose. It's not prose. Yeah, bitch. Like It's fuck. a CW TV show. Yeah. Okay. And also, maybe this is like, it's like, like you want to sit here and be like, oh, Shakespeare was prolific. He, yeah. Because for the time, he probably was saying like mad funny jokes. Yeah. He was fucking hilarious. He was putting out the fucking hit bravo tv shows on that fucking stage you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying like they were like when they do translations i was like oh this is slang and this was a joke for this time Mm -hmm. like yeah we're in an we're in a different era babe we're in a different era so it's not gonna sound like j j or it's not gonna sound like fucking tolkien okay i think like I respect people who are like fans of Fourth Wing and they're like didn't like the second book or they didn't think it was that's it good. fine. I respect that opinion. Like everyone can feel a certain way about any type. There of were definitely book. aspects of it that I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, like there definitely 
not everything's gonna be a fucking perfect piece of like fiction but i think the problem is sometimes though it's like especially with book talk the problem is it's like obviously book talkers have to like you have to cater a little bit to your algorithm so you're gonna have to read books you don't want to read for example that might be fourth wing and it's like maybe you do come up with like maybe it is better for you to be honest of like how you feel this book and say like oh i'm critiquing it versus saying like i really enjoyed it do you know what i mean yeah. and like they want to like they don't want to like push into the hype but it's like this probably wasn't a book made for you to begin with do you know what I mean? That you didn't, you hated it this much. That's what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? I, like, I think like you weren't the target audience for it, yeah. but you're f- trying to force yourself to read something you don't actually want to read for yep. views or whatever. Yeah. You know, there could be an aspect of that. I agree. I and agree. like, I, I understand right. that as someone who like makes content all the time, like maybe I didn't want to really watch the show, but I thought it's good for the algorithm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 100%. But I found a way to enjoy it or I gave my honest review and didn't like it at all. Do you know what I, I mean? Think there's a lot of book talkers who do it well, who do mm-hmm. that like well. Um, but like, yeah. Um, anyway, that's that. I liked iron flame. I'm excited. I, the ending had me gagged boots, the house down. I was like, um, but yeah, no, it was, it, there were parts of it that were annoying, but I gobbled it up. I, I've, I've, I've read that book in like two days, but yeah, anyway, that's Iron Flame. Let us know what you think about Iron Flame. I know a couple of you guys in discord, um, read it and loved it. Thank you for, I love that. I, I'm almost like, should we do like, um, Patreon? I don't know. I'm like, we need to do like a book club or something. <laughs> we literally demon talk trash about book club. We need to do like a demon trash book club. <laughs> So we went and saw the new Nicolas Cage movie Dream Scenario. Mm-hmm. That was really good. I did. I went into it expecting something entirely different, um, but I I really liked it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was funny. It was it was, it was an interesting commentary on like going viral. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Like, where it turned to like I feel like I wish they explained more of like why it was happening. But I feel like it was, like, interesting. I think it was, like, interesting commentary on, like, how, like, going viral. And also, like, I think that character was interesting because he was kind of, like... He wasn't, um... He was kind of a normal dude thrust into, like, um, like, fame, like, by, like, no intention, like... Yeah. Like, with, like, no intention of doing it. But it was, like, he became famous, but it didn't actually help him at all. Yeah, I also thought um it was interesting because like a lot of times, you know, usually in a pro- in a in a story, usually your like protagonist is like likable because you want yeah. you want your uh, somebody to follow and care about that character. But the other thing about that guy, it was like it he was so it was such a relatable human character that at the end of the day, you're like, he, there were parts of him where you're like, he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> he, was no, he was kind of like, like a kind of shit like, person. He was not, at some points, he wasn't a very good dude. He was very like a basic average dude, but also like made horrible decisions. Horrible decisions. And I think that's where it ended, like how he ended up not in a good place. Cause it's like, I get understanding. Like the, the shitty thing was like, at the end of the day, he didn't really do anything bad except for like his whole wife's and like being unfaithful scenario but like when he was like the thing that he did bad was that he was essentially given the i guess the gift of fame and how he chose to use it uh in some instances was wasn't great yeah well also it's like 
you know, with the whole scenario where like it turned when he like was when he started like killing people in people's dreams. Do you know what I mean? And like them being nightmares, like he didn't like respect anyone's wishes or yeah. like fully like it was unfair because it wasn't actually him. But mm-hmm. it's like if people are like in like that sucks in that way because it's like there was he couldn't really control it. Yeah. But like he could have handled it better. Like if it's like you're the school is saying, please don't come like you don't go do you know what i mean yeah. like even it's if it's unfair you know yeah <laughs> because like it was but it's like respect people's boundaries yeah and like that I, I think that's where he lost it in that movie i think it's also a good commentary of like because you hear a lot of the times of like people being who do have fame who are like i'm just a regular person i can say whatever i want to say i can do whatever i want to do but i do think that when you have like a, a certain level of fame or like notoriety you do have a social there is like a social responsibility that comes along with it um and if you don't want to be like socially responsible then that has consequences so <clears throat> That was a good movie. Another good movie I watched recently was the new Godzilla movie from Japan. Godzilla minus one, I think is what it's called. And um, guys, the TikToks, the memes, they are right. It is one of the best movies I've seen all year. It was amazing. I would say I w- that fucking movie had me crying in the theater. Mm-hmm. And you're like, a Godzilla movie? Trust me, dude. You If you, like... If it's, I think they've extended it here in North America because it just did so well. So if you can go see this movie, it is so good. It's also like, I would say like a really good post-World War II movie. Um, But I think what was really great about it was like, oh, like it's a monster movie. You kind of go into it thinking like, oh, it's just going to be like the rest of the Godzilla movies. But the human storyline was actually like, I would say like so powerful Mm-hmm. that it was it was just like honestly like such a good gorgeous movie i like loved it and you know it's just like it had me thinking i was like oh that movie had a 15 million dollar budget it looked so good and i'm like why the fuck is disney marvel spending like fucking the gdp of some like small countries on <laughs> movies that fucking suck and look like shit you know what i'm saying like they really do be spending like gdp level and they use it as a fucking tax write-off so that all these executives get paid like insane amounts of money for like some random captain marvel movie i'm just fucking saying dude when i watched godzilla minus one for a 15 million dollar budget i was like there is literally no excuse for any of these studios to be putting out movies with like 350 million dollar budgets for them to be bad like if they're bad get the fuck out (laughs) get out you don't deserve to be here. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, I haven't seen that one. It's so The movie so I do want to see is um, Studio Ghibli, the new one. I know. We, we need to go see it. We can get tickets. We can go. T- I can't tomorrow. Well, let's go this week. <laughs> um, I thought we were going tomorrow. Wait. Oh, wait. We could. Yeah, actually, we can. <laughs> We can go tomorrow. I really want to see it because I want to hear Robert Pattinson. Have Apparently, a, he's, it's a sleigh. Bites. I hear him like have a goblin voice. Apparently, in my ear. it's a sleigh. People are like, he's amazing. I'm scared I might cry. Like I cry when I watch the trailer. No, like apparently it's like really deep and emotional. And yeah, anyway, 
Um, also, we've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen. We're not caught up on it. I, I'm i farther along than you are. You are. Um, they're really slow with the dub, in my opinion. They're slow with the dub. I know what you're saying. You watch the dub? Yes. I I watch the dub. I'm sorry. Okay? The fucking voice actors for in the dub are really good. I think in my they're good. Opinion. I, think I think they're good. They just sound more attractive to me. Yeah. <laughs> At um, the end of the day, that might be what it might be about for me. I'm watching Jujutsu for the plot and the simp. Well, the action in it too is like there's a lot going on, and it's kind of hard to understand and like follow it while you're like trying to like watch what's going on on the screen yeah and then because like when they're explaining everything they're like well this is my domain and it's like yeah so kind of like complicated yeah that like when you're reading it it's like i don't know it's like hard to like follow along with it at the same time yeah i i i get what you're saying like there's some things where i'm like i don't ca- I, I watch <laughs> subtitled anime all the time but i like the jujutsu kaisen dub i i do i i do legitimately like it yeah most animes i watch in the with dub. Japanese or er, dub yeah who watched I watch a lot of subs anime because a lot of anime I watch sometimes they don't get dubs until like a year later mm-hmm. like I watch spy family subbed really yeah is it a dub though probably but the second season's out it's airing on Crunchyroll on I've I've noticed like the new stuff like everything is um like it's like two episodes behind in terms of like one to two episodes behind in terms of like dub. Mm-hmm. Well, Crunchyroll kind of changed the game with that. I'm like dub it faster. <laughs> well, also I'm like obviously I'm kind of like I feel like a new like anime enthusiast. Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So like the release schedule of like these things, like it, you would be so frustrated if this was like years ago. Like literally, like dubs would come out like a year later. Well, also like. For I don't fully understand. Are they making the season like as it's being like? Are they like drawing everything as it's being like released, or do they have like a whole season like packaged and ready to go? Do you know what I mean? And then they just post it one week at a time. At a time, I don't. It's because to me, it almost sounds like they're working on it as they're releasing it. I actually don't know. At like, least with I'd one love piece. to. I'd love to know like how anime production works because like from what i heard it's like from what i've seen online like fucking they have like writers are like docu-series looking in on these anime production studios studio like people who are like working on there like losing their minds from being overworked i'm not gonna lie this out yeah i'm not gonna lie dude i would fucking i would love to watch a documentary a docu-series like on like mappa you know like making these I'm, I'm sure you'd probably be like damn they treat their workers horribly like shit yeah i mean <laughs> you know i was like is it you know it, damn, it, they really need a break <laughs> shit anyway if you know anyone in animation or anything then you know that they don't get treated the bounds yeah, i just really... don't know the process yeah but i would love to know the process so it's I like i don't really you know, know it's like do they it's like okay then they go send it to the japanese because that's up, my, and that's then my next thing you know it's like all oh, right now we gotta send it to the my English thing is like it's, it's animated and then I mean? and then they like give it to the voice actors and then they and then they like do that that, and then it it comes out so yeah yeah, so which is why like the english probably takes like it's like two weeks behind because they like have to wait to like for probably the the translation do you know what i mean and then like they probably have to rework the like translation of the script they have to record it and they probably do like a bundle they probably do a couple episodes at a time 
But yeah, anyway, um, I don't know. That would be cool. If anyone knows, I'd love to know. Or if there is like a documentary, but they probably don't because I I've heard that like a lot of these anime studios are They're probably like sus as fuck. Like you can't come doors in here. You do can't not. Come in here. <laughs> Our workers seeing... are losing their fucking yeah. Well, because you know it's like that Asian like work ethic kind of vibe yeah. too, and where they're gonna push themselves, like push those poor people to like the bone, and like I mean, obviously they're not... gonna work as hard as possible. That's not that far off like, from like their culture here, but in their culture for sure, it's like definitely working themselves beyond burnout. Um, which is not good, and well, not obviously that why like the creator of One Piece had to, not One Piece, sorry, creator Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen had to take a break too because yeah, it's like he was like these people work so hard on this stuff like, that they literally because like how the, the level of burnout a- the level of burnout is so significant that they actually have like physical repercussions like physical illness <laughs> yeah yeah like I mean, they're losing their hair and shit well they're um, stressed. Last thing that <laughs> I can't believe it that I'm actually saying these words, but guys, it's official. I'm in my WWE era. I love wrestling. Okay. When I was younger, I loved WWE. Who didn't? It was John Cena, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Greats. You know, I remember Hulk Hogan in that motherfucking ring with his boa and shit. But we come back to, I burn out. I'm depressed. And next thing I know, my neurospicy brain is, because my partner watches it. Mm-hmm. And I start to really get into, I start to, I one day I realized, I was like, I know what's going on in these plots. I know these wrestlers. I know what's going on. I know their fucking theme songs. It snuck up on me, the fandom. The the Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to be watching YouTube videos about it or anything like that. But I see the judgment in your eyes, and I'd like to discuss it. <laughs> the judgment? There's judgment. How do you feel? Tell me. I want to know. Because guess what? I feel it about myself. I sit here and I go, whenever I'm watching it, I'm like, this is so fucking lame. Like tonight, you know what I'm most excited about? Like what I'm going to be doing in like two hours? I'm going to be watching Monday Night Raw, bitch. I know. I'm excited. That's that's the, it's just a level of cringe. Like like on Monday, you're like, oh, it's Monday night. It's like, And then on Friday, I don't even go, I don't, I'm like, fuck friends, fuck social occasions. I've got Smackdown. No, so I think you and your partner in your codependency era, Are and then ready? you ended up wa- liking wrestling. That's no, how I, I really feel about do it. Like it though. I know, but it's like I don't know. It's just not my thing. Like that's no, fine that you like it. Like it was. Everyone has their own thing and like has likes. For me, I just feel like I understand. Like if you could like once you get into something, you understand it. Like it probably becomes more interesting. Mm-hmm. But like wrestling to me just is funny. Like no, you know what I mean. Like okay. I think it's just funny. Like I don't, I can't take it seriously. Yeah, and it's not something like no. Okay, so like, but I get the appeal. Like most of the time, it's just like really. It's theatrically fit men like wrestling each other in underwear. That's not the thing though. Is like I'm not sitting here because I'm like those guys are hot. Like that is not crossing my brain at all. I swear to God, I'm not attracted to these dudes. But um, I think <laughs> okay. So I saw. This, I also I, saw- I also feel like wrestling is um, like 
like WWE wrestling. I think it's drag for straight men. Take my hands. Because there's such showmanship to it. There's, that's the thing about wrestling. It's very gay in my opinion. Well, it's not gay, but it's very like. Careful, careful. Because it'll, it'll offend people. But I totally know what you're saying. It's very extra. I will sit here and tell you 100%. Like it's gay. It is twink times a thousand. And I'm obsessed. Because Tens, tens across the world. They here's sashay down there okay. with their fucking music. I love it. Here's the equivalent. For example, drag race. It's the opposite side of the spectrum. You're going hyper fem- feminine. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're trying to look like a woman, hyper feminine. You're doing drag. I think wrestling's the same thing, but the opposite. It's hyper masculine. And so it's drag for straight people, if that makes sense. I know. You know and I mean? a lot of cis hetero men, if any of you are out there and you're getting upset, I don't care. It's the, the showmanship of it. It's That's the, what people it's like. So amazing. So I saw this clip um, from Conan O'Brien's podcast from like forever ago, and he had Werner Herzog on. And he was like, I heard, Conan's like, I heard that you watch like trash TV, like Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And he brought up how he loves to watch wrestling, WrestleMania. And he said, the poet must not avert his eyes. Mm-hmm. You can't look away from what is happening in society. You know, he's a filmmaker and, you know, writer and all these things. So it's just like, I, I watch it and I just go, this is like, honestly like it's respectable in its own art like it really is yeah, like, like it's its own thing it's like it but it is straight up like hyper masculine drag and i'm living yeah. bitch i really am like it is so fun like there's this group called pretty deadly i have to show you this group they come out they'd be looking like ken they look like ken and barbie <laughs> but and then they have like when they come out they uh wear like sparkly leotards and like they do slow motion where the wind blows in their hair. Like you got to see these guys. They're wearing like fucking crop tops. <laughs> like, nice. are you kidding me? Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> so I'm just, I'm it's just like, saying, I haven't watched anime Jojo, but that looks like the anime Jojo no, in real yeah. life. So like, <laughs> that's the thing I, for me. It's like, it's like a new form of drag I'm watching and I'm kind of living and I'm kind of obsessed and uh part of me is it's a little bit nostalgic for me i guess as well because when growing up like my brothers loved wrestling like wwe was at its like height in the late 90s early 2000s so but um and it sucked like i remember like like over the years my um partner would like watch wrestling every now and then and it was just like he was like that eh, sucks and he would fall off and stuff but i would say now it's like i would be like Okay, this is kind of good. It's kind of like giving. Um, but it, it is funny because I sit here and I go, I cannot believe me, Carol, <laughs> Papa Trash. 30-year-old woman. 30-year-old me is going. old teenage girl. A 30-year-old teenage girl sitting here being like, I can't wait to watch Monday Night Raw <laughs> or Friday Night SmackDown. I literally cannot believe it. I mean, it's like WrestleMania is going to become my Super Bowl. Like, it's pretty amazing. Also, it's just funny because, like, Logan Paul is, like, a WWE superstar. Mm-hmm. It's just funny to see him there. And, like, all these, like... Big fan. Also, they, they do the... You know, because in wrestling, there's, like, these gimmicks. And one of the gimmicks that they're doing is, like, essentially, like, social media influencer mm-hmm. gimmick. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, that's their brand. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because... Is that what he does? Logan Paul? Yeah. 
he's his thing is like he's the maverick you know he's like the is he a villain i feel like uh a villain he but i have no i don't know if they make he's a champion like he has a belt Uh um and when he goes out people boo but that's the thing in wrestling is like if people are booing you like you love that crowd interaction is like a really good thing so it's like one of those things of like you can like (laughs) for example like you can be a fan of somebody but like in the plot of the story like they're the villain like boo but you're like that's actually like your way of being like oh fuck yeah you know what i mean or there's like people like somebody who's really popular right right now like is um la Knight, or like randy orton just came back and like so did cm punk which is like these are huge wrestlers from like the golden age and they've just come back and um you know there's sort of like the classic wrestler gimmick there's there's like japanese wrestlers on wwe there's this one girl her name's Kyrie sane and and her gimmick is that she's a pirate princess mm-hmm. she looks like very anime yeah see like how i'm like how i am like interpreting like your like obsession with um wrestling, wrestling right so it's like me i'm a single gal so like i kind of just like it's not that I live for myself, but, like, I have to, like, curate my own interest and, like, I don't have to really worry about, like, what other people are watching or, like, I'm not spending some time with someone where it's, like, oh, they're watching this and I have to, like, have to take an interest in it. Oh, yeah. Like, for me, it's, like, it's kind of, like, with, like, recently I've been hanging out with, like, people who are married or, like, in, like, long-term relationships and, like, their partners really like sports and now they're doing fantasy football leagues. Yeah, so, for me, it's, like, your your partner's thing is wrestling. So now you're like taking interest in wrestling. But like we've been together for 10 years. This is the first time. Well, he's back into wrestling again. But he's gone through phases. I know. But this phase, I feel like, is stuck around the longest. Yeah. And okay, I'll tell you why. Because every time. I'll tell you when it started. Okay, no, 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 Because like we've been all living together for three years. And like he'll watch wrestling on and off. And this is the first time that I've seen like them like actually enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Right. Okay. It seems like they're actually like interested in it. Before, whenever I heard about it, they would just complain about how shitty it was now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, I feel like now he's super interested into it. You spend time with your partner. Yeah. You're you're into it now because it's entertaining. Yeah, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess there is. I mean, it, I would definitely say like it got better, I guess, because and I'm usually like when he's watching it, like I am, I guess you're right. Like I am sitting next to him, like doing my own thing. And then I was started watching it and but I'll tell you what happened so one night I took too big of a dose of my edible and um my partner was watching wrestling and I was just trying to like calm down because I thought I was gonna fucking die and um then uh the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes came out and he has this song and for some reason me super high out of my mind really anxious because I'm just like too high that comes on and it calmed me I felt comforted by his presence and then from that day on Mm -hmm. whenever I would feel anxious I'm not even kidding you I would put on YouTube intro of him walking out just so I could hear his song and it would bring me back to a place of zen (laughs) now how does the song go You know the song. You yeah. must have memorized it. 
<laughs> oh, it's that one. That one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's the other part is that they make their like they make their songs like chanting. You want to get the crowd involved, right. right? So anyway, I can't believe it. Who knows if this wrestling era of mine will stick around? Um, and that's the thing, like, um. Because I would say, like, I'm, like, a fan. Like, I know what's going on. I know who I'm talking about. Like, if you were to bring up a wrestler right now, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I know what's going on with them. But at the same time, like, there's still a lot of people that I don't know that. But, like, at the same time, like, I am not. I literally, like, they're doing, like, merch for Christmas. And I literally looked at my partner. I was like, don't you fucking dare. Do not buy me. He was like, I would not. He goes, I know. I know why you're watching wrestling and it's not for the merch. It's not for the fandom. Like I am not going to be going to like some social gathering. I'm not going to the bar to watch WrestleMania. Like I'm doing it in the comfort and safety of my own home. Secret. I don't want to fucking like, I want to private. Thing. It's my autistic hyper fixation right now. And, and I'd like to do it alone. Okay. <laughs> but I think and I'm debating. I'm still on the fence. If I would ever go to a live event, I do want to go see backyard wrestling here in Austin because they do have it. And also apparently it used to be like really big here. Oh, wrestling. Yeah. And there's a couple places where they do it here. Um, like I wouldn't mind going to something like that. I if it was even, free. Yeah. Or like, you it know, was, if it was like, we're setting up one day at central machine works and like, I'm just drinking a beer out on the patio and like watching people practice wrestling. I was like, like, that's, that's fun. That's dope. Cute. Like I don't have, a, I don't have a problem with it. No, I think it's Funny. It's the showmanship of it, though, for sure. Like, but wrestling is very ridiculous. Like, overall, like, if you're sitting here being like, it's real. I mean, it is real. They do put their bodies through some like insane yeah. shit. But at the same time, it's like all it's all showmanship. And it's like it, uh, it, the other thing that Werner Herzog said. He was like, it's like it's like he was like it's very crude drama that is like yeah quintessential with like what was happening like with court justiers or like in the yeah. coliseums of ancient Greece. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous, crude, like soap opera theatric. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like a soap opera with. Yeah. It, no, it totally like, is. It's, it's soap opera. Dudes. It's soap opera storytelling in this environment and universe that is almost separate from our real world but then it's interesting because like then you'll see these wrestlers like go do like podcasts and they're like normal dudes mm-hmm. uh but like but out there they're like they'll talk about another wrestler and be like oh blah, blah, blah. but then they'll go on a podcast and be like oh yeah no he's a good guy you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's all an act it's yeah. all an act um so yeah i don't know i'm in my wrestling era and which means I have to go because I need to prepare myself to watch Monday Night Raw because CM Punk is making his appearance and he's still deciding if he's going to sign with SmackDown or Raw. And Randy Orton signed with SmackDown, so will he go with Raw? Who knows? <laughs> See, this is what it's like. <laughs> no, I get it, though. Like when you, It's like when you become interested in something, then you like learn all the lore about it. I haven't researched a goddamn thing. It's just everything I've pulled from what I watch. They did. They they celebrated. They talk so much on fucking. Oh my god! Sometimes I've like like. Do you hear it? No, like when I'm eating dinner, like I see you guys watching it. It's like, dude, they just fucking trash talk each other the whole time. It's amazing. It's kind of. It's like it's like it's like Drag Race when they do like the library when they read. 
when they like do the reading and they they, they, they go do the uh, fucking they do the cocktail thing where they like talk shit about each other. Well, it's just so funny because then they're like, ooh, and it's just like it's like because you know how it's like there's like that stereotype where like women are the ones who love to like talk trash and shit like that. But it's like then it's like on WWE, it's like just all these fucking dudes like talking shit to each other and like this is like so much drama. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's it's really funny. Yeah. And, and you can have fun. I'm I'm having a good time watching it. W- will I continue? Who knows? If it, it starts to suck, I'm out of there. <laughs> um but yeah, it's just it's funny. It really is very much like that's what I said to my partner cuz I was like I think this is just like I'm watching drag. Like this is drag. Yeah. Me. It's masculine drag. Mhm. It's super fun. Or was it? Yeah, I don't know. Mask. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I um I do think like um I'm not I'm done talking about wrestling. I'm done. I'm gonna stop myself. I could go forever, and I don't want to because you don't care, and that's fine. <laughs> and I don't want you to care. <laughs> no one should care about it. No one should care about wrestling. No, I agree. No, like fully. I mean that. Like when I was watching last week, they did like a. It was like the weekend where it's like they dedicated it to the troops. And when I tell you this was like America being shoved up my ass, like it mm-hmm. was like, dude, they were announcing like the next match with like, like the whole crowd was like all service members. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I don't have anything against like the troops, the troops. I don't. I don't like military as like yeah. a business. But like, do I have a, anything against fucking Mike who went to be in the Marines? No, I don't. <laughs> Sometimes that's your only option to go to school. I get it. Um, so, but like, it was just like, so like America, America. And it's just like, bro, like, this is so stupid. Like CG, um, fucking helicopters announcing the next CG jets going across the screen to announce the next match between Charlotte Flair and Asuka. (laughs) It's like tanks. Like, CG tanks, like, shooting missiles. I'm like, like, it was, like, so pro-war. And I was like, I don't think that's, like... Propaganda. Dude, it's straight up, like, it was straight up, like, military propaganda. But, and it was, it was hard to watch. from, like, wrestling. I, but that's the thing, like, I know, like, the demographic, they're, they're, the demographic, I mean, a lot of wrestlers were once, like, in the Marines, and that's fine. But it was just so, it was just like, I was like, bro, I'm just... This is ruining my dragon. This is ruining my immersion. <laughs> anyway, that's that. I'm done for the day. Okay. Cool. We missed you. Um, I, I don't. I think this is the last one of the year. So I hope you guys had a great end of your year. I hope you have a nice holiday with your familia, and we'll see you in the new year. We've got big plans for next year. Do we? Yes. We do. We've talked about it. I have no idea what you're talking about. Now I feel like I forgot something. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with okay, you. Okay, because I was like, did I forget? It's secret. We're making the Demon Trash movie. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. It's like, what's the movie? Like us just sitting in our rooms. And you watching WWE like fucking kill myself before I watch that movie. I just thought I was like, wow, that is very Papa Trash of me. It's so Papa Trash of me. 
What? To be into wrestling. <laughs> it is. There's this one guy who has a sword. I don't like him very much, but he has a huge sword. But how are you supposed to use this? You can't use a sword in wrestling. He comes, he's part of his thing. He walks out with it and See, he holds it up. Like, why does wrestling have to be your thing? Like, why couldn't it be like, why couldn't we just get really into K-dramas? Like, back, like, do more K-dramas. I do like K-dramas. I want to watch My Demon without you. I want to watch it. Why do you? can watch it without me. You're probably going to fap to it, you fucking weirdo. What? So I'm not fapping to WWE, dude. I don't fap. <laughs> At least WWE is in my safe space. I'm the chosen. I don't fap. Okay? <laughs> You're chosen. Look, I don't fap. I fuck hard. <laughs> 50 shades. All right, let's go. I'm done. Bye, guys. I love you guys. Bye, trash. She really <laughs> just wants to go to WWE. Like, this is affecting a relationship. What? <laughs> This is affecting our work. Guys, she's like she's she's cutting the podcast short. She needs to go watch WWE. Subscribe so that I can afford to go to WrestleMania 2024. <laughs> <sighs> I want to go I want to go to the Royal Rumble. I don't even know when that is. I just know it's coming up. I don't even know when it is. I was just Bye. I'm we leaving. lost all our subscribers oh on our God, podcast. I'm sorry. Channel. <coughs> they don't want us they don't want us to hear us talk about WWE. They want us to hear us talking about monster smut. Okay, okay, well, okay, let me bring it back around. I'm about to fucking blow your mind then. WWE's champion for like 6 years now, Roman Reigns. Do you know how many fan casts I've seen of people fan casting Roman Reigns as like Cassian? No. A lot. Roman Reigns, like, he's kind of, like, known as, like, do you know who, who that is? Mm-mm. He's, like, a big Samoan. Oops, sorry. He's, like, a big Samoan dude who's, like, you know, relatively attractive. Um, and I've seen a lot of fan casts of him, like, for, like, you know, fantasy shows because, you know, he's a big buff man. And that's typically the archetype. He's, like, a. Oh, for him as Cassian? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect, but honestly, that makes sense. <laughs> He's like, like a little old. Fits. He's a little old, but. But like, yeah, he does look like a little old for Cassian. Yeah, no, he's way too old. No, of course. Like, oh, that's my problem with the fucking fan cast is because it's like. But that body type and like that style. Like, yeah. No, Henry Cavill. Like, I love Henry Cavill. Like, I'm obsessed. He's just too old, babe. <laughs> he's too old. Me, I'm just like I'm obsessed with him. I would let him own me. <laughs> what? With Henry Cavill, but he's not. He should not be casted okay, as well, a bad can boy. Give me that. I did just link wrestling back to our thing. That's fine. All right, so there we go. I did it. Yay! All right, now we can go. I guess. Okay. Bye. Bye. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Keep fighting. Happy Hanukkah. Keep fighting. Keep an escapism until yeah. you don't need it anymore yeah just get out of get out of dodge and <laughs> when i mean get out of dodge get out of get out of reality <laughs> fast quick <laughs> go jump through that portal leave do a tarot spread when you feel like it <laughs>
We need to do our 2024 tarot spreads. All right. This podcast is ending. I literally am done. I'm she done. She has to watch wrestling. I have to go. She's, she wants I to I need watch to wrestling. go see if CM Punk is choosing. I'm just it's kidding. It's not I, you don't, like, you want it to play because you guys can, like, fast forward through the fucking commercials because I know there's a fucking commercial every, like, two fucking minutes. There really is. Um, <laughs> no, I just don't want to put out a two-hour-long podcast. Is it two hours? I don't know. Yeah, we've been going all like a long time. I'm done. No, I've, I've been, had enough. I've been teasing you and you just keep falling for it. Fuck you, dude. I'm leaving. <laughs>